them up, knock them down. I'm the greatest in my time. I'm the greatest. Yeah. Welcome to the Uncommon. The Uncommon. That's like the third time I've done that. The Uncommons podcast. I'm really glad that you can say our brand and company name. So Welcome cool. to the Uncommons podcast. I'm Caleb Fossum, brought to you by Luke Bakkenstedy. That Luke sponsoring me. Okay. Okay, so maybe we should talk in radio voices the entire time, this entire episode. I have a great face for radio. You do, and I have a phenomenal <laughs> face for podcasts. Oh no, all seriousness though, guys, welcome to the Uncommons Podcast. Um, you know, today's topic, we're going to talk about, um, it's kind of a lot. Yeah, it's, it's kind of heavy, it's a little heavy. Um, it, it can be based off of faith, um, or whatever higher power you believe in. Um, and just kind of a quick backtrack, you know, my senior season, I've kind of tapped into this, but... I had something of a higher power. It gives me goosebumps talking about it. Um, I had something of a higher power, man, whether you want to say God, the Bible, um, spiritual, whatever, Buddha, I don't know. I had something pulling me in, um, pointing me towards a more spiritual road. You know what I mean? I dove into the Bible a little bit. I dove into some other things. I started reading Seven, seven Spiritual Laws of Success, The Four Agreements, stuff like that. Um, but I've really been in touch with my spiritual side and just really, really diving into energy and, and the universe and positive vibes and, and love like that's really what i started diving into my senior year and um man i reached i reached a point where i just hit um like like a new life of like um like a reincarnation almost i guess you could say of just like experiencing life on, on a different level on a spiritual note um what i want to talk about is kind of being water and i know bruce lee he told me it's a bruce lee quote i it honestly never lee. heard it from bruce lee before when i told him all honesty but I was talking about how water takes the shape and form of everything it's, it's put in, right? It doesn't let its environment dictate what it's going to be. Um, and that's the thing that I've really learned with, with, with this whole spiritual side is like, dude, what you put in the universe, you're going to get out. And your environment is going to be what it's going to be. And you got to flow and roll with the punches. And it's kind of like the coffee being the book that we read, um, you know, and it just doesn't, it doesn't let its environment dictate what it's going to be. It's always going to be the coffee and it's going to turn into coffee. Same with water. It's going to put it into a cup. It's going to fill up the cup. If you're going to put it into a, a jug, it's going to fill up the jug, you know? So it's going to take the form of whatever it is. And I guess I'm kind of just on the, on the plane of going with the flow and not, not trying to force anything in life. You know what I mean? I, my whole life, I've been chasing things, just chasing, chasing, chasing. And my, my junior year uh, football, um, I never scored in, in a Nevada Wolfpack uniform. And for the whole, everybody's like, dude, what are you going to score? And I'm trying so hard to score. I'm trying so, so hard. And um, the harder I would chase it, the further away it would come. Like, and it would like tease me. I'd get tackled at the two yard line. I'm like, oh my God, seriously? Like I couldn't go score right now. You know, it would tease me to the point where I started going out of my way to try to score. I stopped doing my job. I started trying to do extra and start fighting for extra yards. Then I would fumble. You know what I mean? Just bad stuff started happening because I was chasing it so bad. So the final game that I was like, dude, fuck it i'm gonna just do my job every single play if it's a blocking play dude if it's a slant route i'm gonna run my slant as hard as i can you know that game i finally scored my first wolfpack touchdown so it was just kind of like eye-opening like man you know and the same thing with the nfl i've been so like tuned into my phone and trying to hit up scouts and trying like i'm gonna miss an opportunity and it's like man if that's gonna come it's gonna come so stop trying to force it let the universe bring the energy that you've put into it just stay ready don't get ready be prepared and the opportunity is gonna come and that was my rant for a little bit wow that was a lot to, to take Sorry. in, but you said something about, uh, you know, you, you're going to get out of something what you put into it. You know, you're going to get out of the world, like what you put in the world. Mm -hmm. And, um, my first, um, my first memory moment of being hit with that idea of you're going to get out of, out of something what you put into it was Josh Zamora mm -hmm. when, uh, I was a senior and he was, 
or no, maybe we were juniors, and he was a freshman. Yes. Um, and it was a team bonding party. Uh, he's a freshman on varsity because he's stud. studying his way better baseball than I am, <laughs> which I'll very gladly admit. But it was uh, it was a team bonding party, and a couple of the older guys were seeing if he wanted a drink. You know, being a bad influence, being the older guy, and he told me directly in my face and in front of stood up to a bunch of juniors and seniors, which right away was the realize was the moment I realized like this kid's special, this kid's different. Um, it's because it's like no, because I'm gonna feel it tomorrow. I'm gonna get out of out of uh, practice tomorrow what I'm gonna put in my body tonight and like I I was always into fitness and into nutrition and everything but I never even thought of something like that in those terms of like your output is directly correlated to your Affected, inputs you yeah. know what I mean so when he says you, what you get out of something is what you put into something the work always comes first and there's nothing I don't want to say nothing but there's very few things in the world that feels as good as um, achieving something that you fully took responsible and put the work in for earned it and you fully earned because the, the like the the word earned is something that like you feel it when you know that you earn something it just feels it hits different it earning does. something hits different when you know that you put the work in because what is it it's an old uh old saying where uh success the dictionary is the only place that uh success comes before work absolutely which it's never that way the work always comes first and sometimes when things don't turn out and it, uh, you don't get the results you want, you just haven't gotten the results you wanted yet. That's all it is. You just haven't gotten it yet. It does not mean stop. Life is a nasty bitch sometimes that just wants to test to see how bad you actually want something. And it is something Man. that both of us have experienced so much because we both have chased this idea of social media making everybody feel like a failure by the time that they're 19. Why am I not a millionaire? Why is he not in the NFL? Um, why did I drop out and become Zuckerberg, you know? Because he dropped out. Well, I can drop out. I can do all of this stuff. And we're always just chasing this thing that's just arbitrary. It's not even real. It's just a picture that someone else, like, created for us. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm supposed to be living that. That guy's life should be my life, which is, no. you know, it's fake. It's bullshit. It's not real. Yeah. It, it, everybody's definition of success is different. And, you know, you said it right where, you know, people always ask me, like, well, are you still training? Like, And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm not, not going to give up because it's like, you think the the NFL is the top one percent in the in the world of football? You think it's gonna come easy? Like you think someone's gonna hand me? And in my life, especially, has never been nothing's ever been handed to me. I've always had to outwork. Or I've always had to overcome these obstacles. And I remember when I, I my shoulder, I dislocated or separated my shoulder, tore every freaking ligament in my shoulder. And I'm sitting on my couch and I'm thinking I'm, I'm done playing football. I'm like, I don't even know if I can do this anymore. And then life throws a bone at me. You know, Jordan Palmer calls me and says they're putting together a small little group and that, you know, I, I can, he sees what he can do for me. I'm a local kid. They're going to need some receivers. You know, I'm going to be training with the best, but there's no promises. But I'm like, that's a little, that's another opening. You know what I mean? It's, it's another door opening. And life kept throwing me bones where I'm like, there's no way this story's over yet. Right. And then fast forward coronavirus hits. It's like, should I just give up? And I'm like, I started looking at it as it like, okay, now I have 100, 365 days to train, a whole nother year to train for the NFL, right? So you can look at life how, however it's dealt. And the thing to me is, you're gonna get what you what you get, you're gonna get out what you put in. Like we keep talking about that energy. And so the thing is, you can give up. And if anything worth having, it's not. If it's easy, it's not worth having because you didn't earn it. You didn't put. It, you know, everybody loves a good story. If I were just giving it. And that's it, you know, it, it wouldn't have tested me. To me, when all these obstacles keep coming, it's like, how bad do you really want this, Caleb? You say you want to go to the NFL a lot. You, you, you preach it, you put it in the universe, but how bad do you really want it? Are you going to outwork everybody? Are you going to overcome these obstacles that I keep throwing at you? And that's how I look at it. And so that's what kind of came into like the spiritual side that I've talked about of like, 
man, all I'm gonna do is control what I can really control. Like for the first time in my life, like yeah, shit really hit me. Like, man, I'm trying to force this. Like I'm gonna work out. I'm gonna put my best foot forward every single day. I'm gonna take one day at a time. And if a scout calls me or a team calls me and I'll be ready to go. That's all I can do right now. That's all I can do. I can't force a scout to call me. I can't force a team to need me. I can't force a team to want me. All I can control is being ready for the opportunity. So that's kind of what it hit me. I know I kind of got, uh, went around a little bit to get to that point, but- You became Walker. Yeah, I did, I did. Because sometimes my mind just goes, man, and I just I kind of go with the flow. But all I'm saying is that life's gonna test you, man. We keep saying, what are you willing to struggle for? I have it tatted, it says trust your struggle, because I truly believe that, because the struggle is what's made me. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the adversity is what's made me. It's made me so resilient to everything that I'm like, dude, I've gone through the shits. Like, I, like this is nothing. You know what I mean? I've gone through this, I've gone through this, and I've come back stronger every single time. So it's like, what more do you want to throw at me? Like, I love adversity. It breeds greatness. It breeds true character because you could be, you know, everybody can be great when, when everything is going right. It's who are you, well, who are you when everything's going wrong? When shit hits the fan, what are you doing? So. Yeah, and another thing that we really, truly, deeply believe in is the idea that karma is real. 100%. Uh, and life is going to give you exactly what you deserve, which is, uh, can be a really ominous and like scary, evil thing when it, like, you just uh, take it at like the base value. But. Uh, you're gonna get out of everything exactly what you put into it. Whether that is you put away your carts at Ralph's when you go to the grocery put store, put your shopping cart away, or you open up, you open the door for for the woman walk behind you, and you say thank you. All of these things, life's gonna give you what, des- what you deserve, and it's almost never gonna be in the form that you expect it to be. Because if it did, then we would all be Jeff Bezos, we'd all be Iron Man, we'd all be Beyonce, we'd all be really successful and have this mm-hmm. arbitrary idea of success. But it's not. So once you accept that. It's really freeing, and it's uh, it's something that you can once you accept it. It's something that you go, oh my, my definition of success is going to be different than his. Absolutely. And once you realize that that's okay, and you both realize, and you can work together and realize that's okay, you guys can do anything. Yeah, absolutely. And I have a cool little story to end on is uh, McLean Mannix, right? Um, here's a cool little story about him and being prepared. Uh, so I, I transferred to Nevada, and I'm and I'm going to be the dude, right? I'm the starting slot, kicker, turner, partner, turner, the whole everything, right? I'm the dude. Cool. First, uh, second half of the first game blew out my knee. Yeah, see you, Caleb, out on a stretcher, down for the season, right? So we have to ask this true freshman who was his first time playing college football to step up. The kid was ready. He got thrown in the fire. He balled out. I think he scored a touchdown that first game and balled out, became a freshman All-American. He was, he was, he was a stud, right? He, he's the guy, he's the face of the, face of the franchise, all that cool stuff. And then I got to battle back and me and him are roommates, we're best friends, we're, we're battling each other for a starting spot again, you know what I mean? But it's football, it's life, it's business. Um, and we both kind of hit a point where it's like we were just trying too hard, right? Like we're just like we weren't we weren't letting the game come to us. Like we were just trying so hard to chase the game and and get these stats and go league that we were like going against each other, going against the team that was just it wasn't happening, right? So long story short, he transfers, right? Goes to Texas Tech. Um, he, he he does all right his first year, um, you know. And then we we start to talk this year, and he asked me, you know, hey man, can I get a meal plan? What are you eating? All kinds of stuff. He just sent, and that's this was months ago. Sent me a picture. The kid is cut up diced up man he looks great and he told me last season he's like dude i gained a lot of weight i just wasn't myself i didn't feel fast all this kind of stuff then at the end he goes this he's like this year man he's like i'm living right he's like i wasn't living life right outside of football for a long time and like that really hit me like and that's what it means when you can't how you do anything is how you do everything so he literally said i wasn't living life right outside of football and it was affecting his football like so that's what we mean when you're gonna get out what you put in and he's like, man, I feel the best I ever have. I'm healthy, I'm fast, I'm cut up, I feel great. And I'm like, man, I cannot wait for your season, bro. And it's all love all the time. I mean, the pie's big enough for everybody is what me and Mannix both realized. Like, 
there's one ball, man. But if we all do our job, we're all going to get it. You know what I mean? And so um, love that kid. Shout out to Mannix. But um, that was just a cool little side story that that really brought to life how you do anything is how you do everything. So Yeah, and I really love the idea that you referenced about how, you know, he he worked really hard. And mm -hmm. all of a sudden, he was just an opportunity knock, and he took advantage of it. Yeah. So um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy named Lou Gehrig. You know, he used to play first yeah. base for the uh, Yankees um, back in the 20s and 30s. But uh, he he was like okay. He wasn't he wasn't sick. He wasn't great um, because and he never you know, he never started. And then one day uh, he wanted you know he was like probably I think twenty years old or so, uh, and he wanted to start play first base for the Yankees. But he was always the number two guy. He never actually got the start. One day the first baseman for the Yankees said, you know what, I want to take an off today. I'm kind of feeling under the weather. That guy never played again. And Lou Gehrig took the opportunity and started two thousand straight games. He didn't take a game off for 2,000 games because the opportunity was there. Because he put the work in for the opportunity to present itself. And life is always going to give you what you deserve. Yeah, are you ready for it, though? And he had that discipline and he had that work ethic and he had that preparation that life thought he deserved that, that chance. He yeah. deserved that chance. And then 2,000 games later, he had a record that was set for 60 years until someone finally broke it. But it's the idea of if you put that work in and it's one of those things where it's like, the baseball gods know if you're gonna, you know, if you put the work in. It's so whoever your higher power is, whoever the gods of success, the gods of whatever, whoever you believe in, they know. You know what I mean? You're gonna get exposed either way. Yeah, it's, the, good, it's good or bad. Or have you put the work in, especially during this quarantine? What have you been doing this whole time? Like when this season's up, like there's guys playing right now. Like you're, you're seeing who put the work in and who didn't. Who's been ready this whole time? Um, funny thing, like my first start at partner turner at Washington State was because our starter was late to the meeting that morning of the game day against UCLA, and I've said that story, but that's what got me going. You know what I mean? Like, so you just never know when that opportunity is going to come and you better be ready, man. That, that's, that's all we got to say. And um, that's, that's a great way to put it. I mean, this pretty much happened to me at Nevada, man. Mannix came and took over, was freshman All-American. And, you know, I got to work my way back. Nothing's ever given. It's earned. He earned that. Yeah, I mean, he stepped up when his number is called. That's all it really is, being a teammate, being a, being a player, being, being the dude, being the girl, like whatever that role is. Being a family member, being in a relationship is whenever your number is called, when we need something of you and stepping up, that's all life is. That's all love is. That's all relationships is, are, is just stepping up when you're needed. So that was, that was a mic drop. Great way to end it. So thank you guys for listening. Sign up for doves at theuncommons.co if you have not yet. That's who this was um, sponsored by. I believe I was sponsoring Caleb this episode. It may have been last episode. <laughs> I don't remember anymore. But again, thank you for listening as we end this 15-minute podcast. Good old 15-minute banger. Appreciate you. One love.